0: Micah, thank you once again. Ooh, that's hot. Welcome to PCC, where we are worshiping Jesus Christ. We are living out God's love. We are transforming community by the Holy Spirit. If you haven't heard it already, you're, I'm glad you're here. Uh, my wife just told me uh, some gospel news. We got to the bottom of how many mayonnaise jars need to be in the church fridge. Uh, so that's happened this morning already. We're, uh, two. We've, we've narrowed it down to two. There were, the, there were nine, now there's two. Let's sing the doxology right now. No, I just. Uh, okay. I got a couple announcements. Um, and we'll start with kind of the furthest away. After the service on October uh, Reformation Sunday, whatever the last Sunday of this month is, um, I think it's the 29th. Yeah, 29th. Um, there's a, a an opportunity. After the service, there's going to be a congregational meeting. We're going to hear from our nominating committee on new elders and deacons that are being nominated. And so, um, if I haven't already said this, that's the lifeblood of the church, our elders and deacons. So if you're not going to be an elder or a deacon, please be praying for our elders and deacons on a consistent basis. Um, and then during the service, we're going to welcome new members. And if you want to be a part of a new members class, you can you can either come on ni- Friday or Saturday, uh, 9 to 1, learn everything there is to know about Reformed Faith, everything to know about this local outpost, and no pressure. Those are just information times. So if you want to learn about PCC, and you don't want to join this at this time, that's you. That's all, like, that's, yeah. You get it? Okay. The weekend before that, the 22nd, is the women's 21st Saturday. is fall in love with Jesus, right? Yeah. Falling for Jesus. And then, I think that's, and then I got to start looking at this thing. Um, today there's flu shots and we'll hear more about that on the 18th there's going to be um, ham foot game and my it's anything else that's not on here oh it's staff appreciation it started last week and it's this week there's cards um, in the fellowship hall and there's pictures of all the staff members and so you, you just write it card or a say of thanks a word of praise and put it in the basket. Blank card, write on it, put the name of the person, put it in the in the empty basket, right? Yeah, that's not rocket science. I got to take a breath, everybody. We're studying Psalm 23, which is always a good thing. Um in fact, Let's stand. There's going to be a part of the message where we're going to interact with each other. So I'll save the fellowship for that time. Would you stand with me, and I will lead us in our call to worship? And our call to worship this morning comes from Psalm 106. Reads this way. This is the King James Version. Praise ye the Lord. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can shew forth all his praise? Remember me, O Lord, with the favor that thou bearest unto thy people. O visit me with thy salvation. Visit us, Lord, with thy salvation as we sing praises to you.
1: is a very very special moment here this morning and we are delighted to be partnered with hoag hospital and their home hoag health ministries and the faith community nursing program and as such we are in welcoming juliana amina coney come forward juliana And I'd like to invite our Health Ministries Committee to come also. So uh, Patty and Jane and Roberta, if you could come forward, please. This program was set up with professional registered nurses that include the spiritual dimension, as an important part of people's health care. And as such, Juliana is also an ordained pastor. So she brings both the registered nurse and the ordained pastor part. So these nurses offer their prayers, their presence, and some of the things they will do is visit people at home, not to give nursing care, hands-on care, but to give support, to give advice, just to sit and visit. And so we will be offering that to all of you. And then they have health education programs and the clinics, clinics. So every month on the second Sunday, we will be having a blood pressure clinic here. So after worship, you can get your blood pressure checked. And Juliana will be doing that. And today is our flu shot clinic. And so it's all set up back in room five. And so even if you haven't signed up, you can still get your flu shot. So... And we are uh, using some of the Hogue team for our senior options gathering this month, which is going to be on strokes, preventing strokes, and what to do when one has had a stroke. So I just want to give you a brief thing on uh, her history. And Juliana was born in uh, Nigeria And she was born to a a chief and a princess, so I guess you're royalty. (laughs) And she is also the wife of a pastor. So, um, and she is founder of an organization called Extended Arms, which brings services to the poor, to the homeless, and she goes on mission trips to Nigeria as a nurse and is planning one for in the spring. So I would like to let Juliana say a few words now that I've given her background. Um, Can we get a mic? Is there? Oh, good. Terry's got one. And you can just tell us a bit about yourself. Should be ready
2: to go. Praise the Lord. Can you guys hear me? Is my voice on the mic? Which one? (laughs) Okay, it's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I live just about five minutes away, and every time I drive past this church, I say that's a Presbyterian church. I wonder why Hogue is not looking at them. (laughs) So I went over, and you know, I'm already working with two Presbyterian churches, and I thought, you know, taking a third one would not be that difficult. So I went over to Hogue, and I talked to my supervisor, and he said, "Oh, yeah." I know there's a church there, but I don't know who the pastor is. So I drove down up here, and uh, behold, I met (laughs) Pastor Jason after several attempts. But, you know, we got it together, and uh, here am I today. I am very delighted to be here. I'm ready to offer my services, including inviting and recruiting you guys to go to Africa with me. (laughs) <laughs> so if you are able and you want to, find out more about that. But for today, we are going to just have a flu clinic. If you haven't had your flu shot or you are not willing to for some reasons, come talk to me. God bless you.
1: And And as we welcome you, we want to give a prayer. For you, So maybe if our health ministry's team could lay hands on you, and I will pray. Gracious God, we know you as the great physician, and we often call on you for help and healing and health. Today, you have answered our prayers by bringing us Juliana, who has been called to be our parish nurse and nourish us in body, mind, and spirit. We are most grateful for this program and for Hogue Hospital in sponsoring it. We give thanks for Juliana as she joins with other caring ministries in the church's teams. We give thanks for her skills and her commitment to caring and for her faith-filled ministry. As Christ's followers were sent forth to heal, we rejoice in this opportunity to bring Christ's presence to this congregation. We ask you to bless her ministry among us. May her compassion bring comfort and her prayers bless our congregation. May we walk alongside her to reach out to others as we walk in Jesus' footsteps. Be with Juliana as she is with us. Give her strength and encouragement Give her energy and inspiration. Give her peace and give her joy in her ministry. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to our family, Juliana.
3: Who am I that you are mindful of me? Is it true that you are thinking of me? How you love me? It's amazing. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. Perfect love is casting out fear. And even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life, I won't turn back, I know you are near. And I will fear no
4: evil,
3: for my God is with me. a heart that holds on, a glorious light beyond all compare, and there will be an end to these troubles, but until that day comes, we'll live to know you here on the earth, and I will fear no evil, for my God is weak. with me who shall I fear who then shall I fear sing it out, oh no But until that day comes Still I will praise you Still I will praise you Yes, I can see a light that is coming For the heart that holds on There will be an end to these troubles But until that day comes Still I will praise you, still I will praise you. Let's hear your voices. Sing it out, oh no, sing it. Oh no, never let
5: Thank you, band. Our Lord's grace knows no bounds, and his mercies are new every morning. Amen? Amen. His mercies are new every morning. He loves us so much that he beckons us to lay down our burdens. All the ways that we fall short in our walk with Jesus Christ. And he offers us forgiveness. This time right now that we set aside, this is an act of worship. Let us draw near to our Lord, confessing our sins and seeking the restoration that only our Redeemer can give us. Will you please pray with me? Holy and merciful God, Every morning we awake with the intention of being more Christ-like today. And every day we fall short of your image and likeness. Forgive us for the things that we do that we know we shouldn't, like gossiping, holding on to unforgiveness in our hearts, telling untruths, whether small or large, We can fill in the blank. Forgive us for the things we don't do when we know we should, like spending quiet time with you and your word every day, shifting our focus off ourselves to listen to our neighbor's burden, loving wholeheartedly as you did, even to those who seem quite unlovable. Continue to mold us and make us into your disciples, the ones that you created each one of us to be. Pour your Holy Spirit on us afresh today that we may be your hands and feet in this world, this world that desperately needs you. We need you, Lord. In Jesus' name we humbly pray. Amen. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. My friends, hear the good news. In Christ Jesus, each one of us is forgiven.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We still continue in our series, uh, Songs from the Heart. We're looking at Psalms. And I'm going to ask you to do something different. Reach in your pews and look for a Bible. There's a hymnal and then there's a Bible. And then look, and we're going to open our Bibles up to Psalm 23. And it's not, there's several reasons I'm going to ask you to do this. And I have the, it's It's on page number Five ninety-two, but usually this is how I find Psalms. I just go in the middle. Well, I have a bookmark, so that's nice. The several reasons I'm doing this: one is right after I read the text, we're going to. I'm going to ask you to talk with somebody near you about your favorite phrase or favorite part of the passage. Um, and the second reason is studies have been shown. If you get people to open their Bibles on Sunday, they're like 77% more apt to open them sometime during the week. Um, so this is kind of a subliminal message from your pastor. Okay, a little trickery. And notice, what I'm reading and what you're reading is different. It's a different translation. And that comes down to the search committee. I called the search committee and I said, what Bible is in the pews and I heard NRSV and so I started preaching from NRSV but NRSV are nowhere in here <laughs> it's NIV but I grew up on NIV so I know what you're reading and this it actually as I became your pastor it is really good to look at a different translation and see how different you know scholars translated this stuff and this is more reformed not to out presbyterian you But what I'm reading is more Presbyterian than what you're reading. (laughs) Okay, this is God's word. This is, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come from me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. This is the word of the Lord. Now turn and talk to somebody near you. What's your current favorite phrase in Psalm twenty three? And this is kind of your meet and greet time too. So just All right, now's the difficult part. I'm gonna wrangle you guys back in. Yeah. <laughs> um And I think even just out of the gate, um, there's an application right out of the gate. And keep your Bibles open because we're going to keep talking through these phrases and just let it marinate. And uh, six powerful verses. In fact, I think they might be the most powerful six verses in all of Scripture. It's so, and if, if you still haven't heard me say it, this is such a personal book. This is such a personal journey, and this is such a um, a useful a useful connection with the God who made us, the Creator who made us. And I'll just it, there's there's not a bad phrase among these, right? They're all somebody's favorite. Um, Shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd. a lot of people that 's their first because that 's the easiest right that 's the first thing he said <laughs> but it's also it's so it reminds everyone in here of John chapter ten if we 're New Testament journeyers if we 're uh, sojourners on the on the on the way on the road of Christ, following Jesus and making him more of a our lord um, it's 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 the connector it's the sheep know the sound of the shepherd's voice as john writes in john chapter 10 you ever feel like a a wayward person have you ever felt lost if you feel currently lost this is your doorway in the lord is your shepherd shall not want another way of saying that is I've got everything I need he restores my soul that's what some translations say and I like that mine read brings me back to life because that's actually closer to the Hebrew Um, my father cyclist avid cyclist He's doing less now, but he used to do these double centuries, and he was doing the Death Valley Double, um, which is 200 miles through Death Valley, and he's on a bike, and he just keels over. Riders right behind him see him keel over. One of them's a trained medical professional and brings him back to life. That's the Hebrew phrase. Brings him back to life. If anybody in here has trouble getting out of bed sometimes, you know, why do it again? Why do I have to do this again? Why is it so rough? Allow this psalm to reach you and meet you and say, allow God to bring, breathe new life back into you. Make it an invitation. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, translations say valley of death, it's actually more applicable to many situations. It's the darkest valley. And the darkness, the word that the psalmist used for the darkness can also imply death. But it's bigger than that. It's everybody in here, what's your deepest, darkest valley? Think about that for a second. Where's the furthest you've felt from God? Where's the most you've experienced pain? Some of the Some folks in this room have gone to great depths. Amen? And the psalmist in other places, and scripture in other places says, all of us have gone into some type of valley. And that's actually where we meet as followers the most. Deep crying to deep. My pain crying to your pain. And ultimately Carl Carl Barth writes Jesus dropped down lower than all of us and says I'm going to meet you in your darkest valley The shepherd of all shepherds right One of my mentors heroes and friends makes note Keep walking in the valley Even though I walk, keep walking. Don't sit down in the valley as I have often done. Don't sit down and grumble. Don't sit down and get lost in your morning. Keep walking, even if it's just little steps. Keep walking. You ever seen the movie Finding Nemo? Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. You know, there's a soundtrack rolling in the back of my mind on all these, but most of these songs, yeah. Me and a couple of people would enjoy it, but I'm just gonna. There's a song next to every one of these points, and I'm like, nope, nope, I shouldn't say that one, nope. Okay. No fear. Imagine a life with no fear. Imagine what you would be able to do. Imagine all the time, those all those minutes, all those hours worrying about stuff, being afraid of certain things. What if you accumulated all that and took it away? And it all hinges on what most people think is, like, I would say most people's favorite phrase is, thou art with me, right? How many of that, is, is that true with, in here? All right, maybe not as many as I thought. <laughs> Sharon, I thought you would have it. Uh, that's Sharon's favorite phrase. And I got a question. This is a, don't. Sh- sometimes I love you guys shouting answers, this is one that just wrestle with just throughout the week. What's more important? That God is with us or that God saves us? Yeah? Or can you even divide it? I said no answers, but <laughs> I still love you. That's good. And actually, in the Hebrew, it's it's literal. It's literal. It's by my side. The Lord is physically, flesh on flesh, by my side, walking through this valley. Then some people's favorites—the rod and the staff—they comfort me. The rods to take out any enemies or protect, and the staff is to guide. My wife's. Have we have we gotten to, have we already passed over here, my wife's favorite? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Oh, that's right there. It's coming up still. Got ahead of myself. It's in the midst of enemies. It's in the midst of the hectic. I remember I was at a hardcore show. Plank Eye is a Christian rock band. Matthew 7, 3. You try and remove the speck in your brother's eye while you have a plank in your own eye. It's a punk rock band called Plank Eye and there's one of these songs he he's, they're playing and, and he goes father i fall on my knees and there was a guy at every show cuz it was these local bands were just playing at different churches, but it was the same exact audience. And it, <laughs> it kept growing and kept growing. And there was this one guy, his name was Mike. He had a shaved head, and he'd be in the pit, and he'd be going like this. He'd be doing his pit thing. And whenever he uh, Scott would sing, Father, I fall on my knees, he would drop to his knees, and the whole pit would go. <laughs> they would all trip over him. <laughs> and I think of that. I think of the stream of this world just going around and around and God says, sit down and have a great meal with me. Let's get off this crazy train and slow down and break bread with the shepherd. And then he says, he makes me lie down those are the those are the doers in life right so busy serving they miss the servant the shepherd pulls you by his his rod and staff and makes you lie down this is where you lie down notice you walk in the valley you lie down in the peaceful places besides still waters that run deep and we preached a couple weekends ago about the oil and this one gives a visual the psalmist of a cup overflowing insert Danny's sermon about gratitude it's hard to have a bad day when you're grateful A lot of people, this is their favorite phrase, because this is one of those phrases, it's like a key. If you stop long enough and you start listing out how God has blessed you, you'll realize you can fill a full page in no time flat, even when it's rough out, even when your life's a mess. There's stuff to praise God about, and you can just write and write and write, and then you get to a place where you say, my cup overflows. Even though everything's falling apart, you can still say, my cup overflows. Amen. Let's turn a Baptist in here. I like that. Somebody starts shouting out, "Oh!" And then goodness and mercy. The word mercy, chesed. You remember Amy preached on this a little while back? Do you remember? It, it was a banger. That was an amazing sermon. I uh, looked it up once again. Chesed is wrapping up. Itself in the positive attributes of God. Love, covenant faithfulness, mercy, grace, kindness, loyalty, in short, acts of devotions and loving kindness that go beyond the requirements of duty. If you, that's too many words, that's from Daryl Bach. Covenant faithfulness. His goodness and His loving covenant faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life. I'll turn. I'll teach everybody something. I know it's a little late, but you guys can still learn stuff, right? I got an A plus and an A. In two classes in seminary, all the rest were B's and C's. The A plus was Greek, and the A was in Hebrew. And I blame it all on Biola because they make you do two years of undergrad, but, and I did two years of undergrad Greek, which made way for the... Yeah, languages are not easy for me. Anywho, Greek... Is a very specific language. It's a very detailed, it's a very um, precise. Greek is a very precise language. Hebrew is less precise but deeper, meaning things can be translated multiple ways easily in Hebrew. Not so with Greek. Greek, you have these rules. This means exactly this. Hebrew. You can, and commentators vary on how they interpret goodness and chesed will follow me all the days of my life. There's a stronger case for the second one that I'm going to say, but the first one I'm going to say is commentators say, goodness and the chesed will be in our wakes. We will walk through life and God as our shepherd will transform us and we leave goodness and chesed in our wake. The other, the second, and I think it's tied with the covenantal definition of chesed. Um, Many commentators say, they're the sheepdogs. The psalmist isn't saying that it's going to be in our wakes. The goodness and the hased of God are the sheepdogs that keep us on this path of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, do you, you see the difference? Take either. Take either and be encouraged or be challenged. Ask the question, am I leaving a wake of goodness and said Or take the encouragement. God's cleaning up after me and pushing me forward with his own said and his own goodness. And then it ends with, we will dwell in the house of the Lord till literally there will never not be a new day. There will never not be a new day. It's it's somehow bigger than forever, right? Forever, you kind of can't wrap your mind around it. It's like that old illustration. When is, What's eternity like? You take an eagle, and you have an eagle fly around the moon, and every time he f- flies around the moon, he pecks the moon. And he does that, and he does that, until the eagle has ground that moon down to the size of a marble, eternity has just begun. That's the forever. Whereas the Hebrew is like, I don't want to think about that. Just think about there will never not be a new day. And then where are we going to be dwelling? In the house of the Lord. I know someone in here's favorite phrase is Jian Chung. That's his name in Taiwanese. Yeah. Got the house of the Lord right here. It's a good reminder who's the church? We are, right? Anyway, that's the end. I think the application, I think the application is simple. If you haven't already done so, cling to this song. Cling to this song. And first realize God is always on your side, He's always by your side. And then realize look to your right and look to your left. We're all on this pilgrimage. We, always, we share these lonely moments in need of a shepherd. We share these moments where we need to list our blessings in order to have our cup overflow. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for being our shepherd. I thank you for never leaving our side. I thank you that in the end we will dwell in your house, O Lord, forever. And all God's people said, Seated. As we continue in worship, um, I invite you to continue on the adventure by giving your tithes, offerings, and gifts joyfully. Joyfully give to God what He has so graciously blessed you with, just a portion of it, so that you might experience the adventure that is the body of Christ moving forward. Our, this morning's tithes and offerings are now received. See. Would you pray with me over the tithes and offerings? God, I just thank you so much for blessing us. I thank you so much, even when we're not looking, even when we're not asking, you take care. I pledge you'd, you'd use these tithes, use these gifts to your glory. And all God's people said, let's sing the doxology together.
1: Of the boy Samuel in the Bible, who was ministering under Eli, and in the nighttime he heard his name called Samuel. Samuel. He rushed into Eli and said he did not call him. After the third time that this happened, Eli realized it was God calling to Samuel. So the next time he heard his name called, he responded, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. We come so often to God in prayer with our requests and our concerns, and we present them to God. But we need to remember that God often has words for us to hear. We need to respond as Samuel did and say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. As we go to prayer this morning, let us be aware and listen for God speaking to us. Pray with me. Almighty God, in Jesus Christ, you taught us to pray. Guide us by your Spirit that our prayers may serve your will and show your steadfast love through the same Jesus Christ. We pray for the church set in the world. May it show how people are meant to live together and how our gifts are to be shared. May it reveal the face of Christ to a hurting world. Our hearts grieve with the people of Israel as we watch news reports of the horrors they have faced. We know that you too grieve with us as we are all shocked, at what harm persons may do to one another. We pray that you bring comfort to all who have lost loved ones. We pray for the missing and the hostages that you protect them. And we pray for those families as they wait and pray. We pray for those wanting to be out of danger but have nowhere to go. We pray for those who wish to be safely evacuated We pray for our Jewish brothers and sisters, as threats are made and tempers flare and crowds take sides. We pray for peace in a troubled world. Help them, we pray. We pray for our nation and for our government. We ask especially that you lead them into a solution, to elect a speaker, so that the business of the country can be dealt with. We pray for a Congress that is focused more on the common good than on partisan politics. O Lord, look with compassion on all who suffer. Support them with your love in whatever their circumstances. Sustain those among us who lead your healing touch. Make the sick whole. And we ask for your touch to be laid upon those recovering from surgeries. For Georgina, Bev, Jimmy, and Kevin. We pray for those facing surgery this week. We ask for successful surgery and healing for Lou Stead, as she has a hip replacement. And we ask that you be with Steve Byrne as he will be having a lobe of his lung removed along with the cancer in it. Pray for his surgeons that they may successfully remove all trace of cancer and be with him in his recovery. Give to all these families and caregivers the support they need as they care for loved ones. Be with the others in our congregation in their health struggles. And during this week designated to remember infant loss, we pray for all those parents and families who have lost babies during pregnancy or in infancy. Comfort their hurting hearts. Give them hope for the future. Hold their little ones close. We pray for the women's ministry and the gathering they are holding on Saturday. We pray for a time of enrichment for all involved and a deepening of their faith. O God, help us to love you and to be thankful for all your gifts by serving you and delighting to do your will through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. And now I invite you to stand as we sing our final hymn, which follows right with our theme of the day, It Is Well With My Soul.
4: Yes.
0: I don't know if you knew this, but session a little while ago, we voted on a vision. It's to care and to flourish. Um, and that song ministered to the care side of me big time. Because my mom died 20 years ago, October 30th. And that's the hymn. That's the hymn that reaches the innermost parts of me and meets me in my valley. The two songs that you guys sang. During the contemporary worship session, both of them, one Northeast of the Well ministry is a recovery ministry that was born out of Costa Mesa and a girl named Laura Johnson, now Laura Sook. And Ron Brown would come in and play on his keyboard, I am a friend of God. And a couple years earlier, that song, oh no, you never let go. I discovered this diamond in the rough, this guy named John, who, who became a worship leader. And now he's a worship leader at multiple thousand member church in Colorado, somewhere. Um, but then, and out of that song was the birth of this ministry. Northeast, uh, what was that? It was the fire, the bridge, the well, all these ministries all over West Texas came from that song. And the flourish, it's got the care and the flourish. And Um, And we have Loriana, Juliana. I I keep saying Loriana. I would have been a Lauren. I think that's why I keep saying that. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but it makes sense in my mind. Juliana, thank you. Thank you for caring. Thank you for um, saying I love you on behalf of God to this local outpost. And thank everybody here um, for going through my valleys. And I'm grateful to God that I get to go through your valleys with you as well. But that's a long, that's a third sermon right there. Here's a the benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May his presence guide and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds today, tomorrow, tomorrow, And forevermore, may it be so. Amen.